welcome to Grace Notes. Psalm 23 verse 5 says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. In Old Testament times, to eat and drink at someone's table created a bond of loyalty. This scene is not simply of a host and a guest, but rather of two friends. Psalmist David needed a loyal friend. He found this and more at the Lord's table. Under God's protection and power, he could feast in safety and security those surrounded by his enemies. One commentary wrote that this could also be interpreted as that of a victory feast, where David celebrated as his defeated, unarmed enemies looked on. Regardless of the meaning, David's enemies couldn't harm him because the Lord was on his side. Today on Grace Notes, Barbara Sandbeck will show how we, too, can feast comfortably in the middle of a crisis because of our relationship with Jesus Christ. In our ministry, we're privileged to be invited to people's homes to eat. Recently, the pastor of the church where we gave a concert asked us to join his family for dinner. When we arrived, we were met with a tantalizing smell of food and a beautifully prepared table. The pastor's dear wife wouldn't let me do a thing, so I went in the dining room to take a look at the table. The dishes had a picture painted on them of a bird resting in its birdhouse. I thought, how peaceful. There were three forks, too. That meant dessert was on the menu. What more could you want? (laughs) Everything was in perfect order. The meal was a real feast, so much better than the fast-food restaurants we usually frequent. I think I ate slower than I've ever done before, because I was comfortable in their presence. It felt like home. The fellowship was as good as the food, too. In the course of the conversation, I found that the pastor's wife had cancer. In a few days, she was going to undergo another series of treatments. She said she felt sick most of the time. I thought of all the planning and preparation that went into this dinner and the sacrifice she made to be such a gracious host to us. But though her sacrifice was indeed memorable, there was a far greater sacrifice made for us all. This sacrifice was planned long before we were even born and was prefigured many thousands of years ago by another table set in the temple. This table typified the life and ministry of Jesus Christ. It was made of hard, indestructible wood, which spoke of how Christ would withstand the fire of crucifixion, the decaying effects of the grave, and his bodily resurrection. Freshly baked bread, called showbread, was placed on the table at all times. It was made without leaven, symbolizing Christ's sinless life, and was sprinkled with frankincense, which represented his purity. The showbread was the foreshadowing of Jesus, the true bread of life, who would give unfailing sustenance to all who partake of him. I wonder if King David was referring to Jesus when he spoke of that table so bountifully set before him. Was he reminded of the many times he'd prepared the table land for grazing his sheep by removing the things that might kill them? And how his Messiah, the great shepherd, would come to remove the barrier of sin and give eternal life? It was many years later that Jesus was born in the city of Bethlehem, which means house of bread, and was placed in a manger, a feeding trough for animals. Jesus said of himself in John 6.48, I am the bread of life. In verse 51 he continued, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. 
If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. According to Hebrews 10, 5-10, God prepared a body for Jesus and allowed him to be broken as our once and for all sacrifice so we could be made holy and enter into fellowship with God. When we partake of Jesus through belief in him, he becomes a part of us, just like bread is when we ingest it. Jesus, our gracious host and friend, invites us to sit at his table, feast on his goodness, and celebrate in safety because he defeated our enemies when he rose from the grave. It's time to celebrate. Celebrate Jesus. Come and dine, taste and see. The Lord, he's good. Are you thirsty? He's got water, living water that comes from a well that never runs dry. Are you hungry? He's got bread, bread that gives life eternal. We have so much to be thankful for, so much to celebrate. Won't you join with me as we celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? The door is open wide, and on the hearth a fire is burning. The room is full of light, a festive meal has been prepared, and a song invites you in to come share your life with Table has.
In John 12:24, Jesus pictured his life as a grain of wheat that must die to produce fruit, and this fruit is born in those who put their trust in him. After Jesus rose from the dead, he met with his followers again before he ascended. He told them that he must return to heaven so he could send the Holy Spirit to indwell them and produce the fruit he died to give them, fruit of the Spirit. According to Galatians 5:22, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I visited a lady in the hospital and quoted the 23rd Psalm to her. When I got to the phrase, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies, I paused, because God gave me a beautiful mental picture of what was taking place in her room. I could see the enemy of sickness surrounding her, yet she wasn't faced by it at all. She was preoccupied with someone else, the Lord. I saw him placing a tray table on her bed and adorning it with a freshly washed white linen cloth and a single white flower in a delicate vase. He filled the table with fruit, but it was no ordinary fruit, rather the fruit of the Spirit. With his nail-scarred hand, he took from his overflowing basket the fruit of love. Immediately the room filled with a beautifully scented fragrance, like that of the lily of the valley. He handed her a piece of joy to eat in the middle of her suffering. He gave her his kindness and goodness berries to sustain her through the night when she couldn't sleep. His fruit of peace was a succulent orange filled with juice that flowed out like a river. The patience and self-control fruits he offered were to help settle her down and enable her to cope with the many hours of confinement. He then proceeded to show her the fruits of gentleness and faithfulness and asked her to partake of these as reminders that he would be by her side at all times and would heal her broken body with his kind and gentle touch. God has prepared a table full of the fruit of the Spirit to help us rise above the enemies that confront us here on earth. We have this when we accept Jesus as our Savior. As believers, this world is not our home. Our best friend Jesus is even now preparing a place for us in heaven, void of enemies, where we can be at home and feast together at His table forever. I found a friend His name is Jesus He showed me love Like I'd never known Gave His life To seal my pardon And give to me A mansion for my
and inspiration You're always there When I'm tired and weak I could search This whole world over And you'd still be Everything that I need You're my bread listening to Grace Notes. For more information about this ministry, write to Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Faustin, Maryland, 21047. Or email us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your Grace Notes be a song of praise.